0: I had something planned I was going to say at the start of this episode, but I can't remember what it is anymore. Or what it was, rather. <laughs>
1: okay, so that makes this intro very interesting for our listeners, for Guys. sure.
0: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies who just make you say, Fuck me, Dead. I'm CJ.
1: And I'm Amanda. Or heart, I think. I think we're retiring, Amanda. Whatever. Either one.
0: <laughs> Wherever you want to go with that.
1: Yeah, whichever one. I'll respond to both.
0: Yeah, we received some lovely feedback from someone who left us. Like left us,
1: Hebrew. Oh my god, you sound like a Kiwi. Then <laughs> fucking hell. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no.
0: Uh, yeah, they left us a uh, lovely donation and. It's not the donation that was lovely. It's the comment they left with it.
1: Yeah. Um, also, hi, Ray and Fletcher.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was good timing. I wasn't exactly having a great day when you sent me the screenshot of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I I, um, I hadn't checked the email in a while. So it had been there for a little bit. Um, well, not, like that week. It wasn't yeah. <laughs> like a long time. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like, I feel like both of us um, are having kind of a rough time at the moment. Yeah. So... That was definitely, definitely picked, picked my spirits up anyway. It's just so lovely to hear when people, I don't know, enjoy what we do. Because like uh, half the time I just feel like we sit here and talk shit for an hour and I'm like, why does anyone listen to this?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So So no, thank you. you I appreciate it so much.
1: Just wanted to shout them out because now we know you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) Drive safe. Yeah, definitely. Um, How are you?
0: Uh, Let's not fucking go there.
1: (laughs) You know what, I am absolutely on the same page. Life's like a bit of a cunt at the moment.
0: This is, um, I'm going to send you a picture on Discord. You've probably seen this image before, but I think this sums up how I'm feeling a lot these days. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I mean, the fine people can't see it, so you're going to have to describe what it was. (laughs) It's
0: like that fucking, you've probably seen it's like a Wojak, I think they call them, but it's like all scratchy Mm. and like the eyes are blacked and sold out and it's just looking... Lockdown 5, yeah. it's not been long, but I don't know, it's fucking... <laughs> well,
1: I think that we might get an extension, so...
0: Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow, because the press conference today was like, we're going to wait till tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah, um,
1: but we are still in double digits, so I feel like it's probably going to be extended. <laughs> I'm
0: talking like, to my friends back in Sydney, and they're like... Because they're in there, they're basically where we were last year, and they're like, they were talking about how their lockdowns going, and they're like, oh, you know, I'm doing this and that, I'm getting back into this, I'm having all this stuff like that, and I just sent that image to chat, and they're like, is everything okay? I'm like, look, I was once where you are now. Give it enough time in lockdown, and you'll understand where I'm at.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it is hard for like uh, people in other states to understand uh, truly what the Melbourne experience is like. I, I have to admit that I am I, I am struggling in this lockdown. Like, I I have some of the worst insomnia I've had in a long time. Like, I'm so tired right now. I don't really know how I'm stringing sentences together. Yeah. But, like, you know, we were in lockdown for essentially six months.
0: Yeah. My, my life. And is now much that just keeps stops, repeating. And whenever it's not stopped, things have just been progressively getting worse in between. I'm just like, fuck's sake. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, it's just, it's really um, hard to... I guess they'll probably accurately describe what it feels like at the moment. I feel like you keep getting snapped in and out of life, if that makes sense. Like, oh, it was okay for a bit and I could go out and I could do things and I could see people and, oh, that was progress. great. I had, got, uh, yeah. i yeah,
0: working again and I was just like, oh.
1: And then it's like, oh, hang on, wait, no. Sorry, we're going to stop that. Yeah. And that just like keeps happening and I swear like every time it happens again, it gets progressively worse. <laughs> like I feel progressively worse about it. And it's such a like strange feeling because I don't really accurately know how to say why it should be like we've been here before. I've got this under control. I know how it works. I know what happens. Instead, it just like
0: gets worse. Yeah, I'm just like fuck. Like the the small lockdown we had before this one, I pretty much drank the whole time. Mm. And I I mean, there's like I I would literally like wake up, have a shower, whatever, and then like an hour later, be like, oh, what am I gonna do today? I guess I'll walk to the shop and buy some beer. And then I'll come back and I'll just drink it all day and then I'll go to sleep. And I did that for like the week and a half, whatever it was, straight.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was, what I was else was there to do? Like my
0: housemate's like, yeah, we weren't sure if you actually drank water or whatever. Because like, that was like, the f- they moved in the night lockdown kicked in. And that was like, their first impression of me was just like this fucking weird alcoholic who lives in the backyard. <laughs> Which is probably not far off the truth, if I'm being honest, but I mean. <laughs> come on. I don't know. It's pretty bad. I'm drinking a lot at the moment. It's not helped by the fact that I work in the alcohol industry. Well, and I mean, there is that. Now that I'm not working in the alcohol industry, I'm, but I mean, like, you know, the brewery gave me a whole free slab of beer the other day. I'm all right, drinking that. <sighs> but what what else is there to do? There's like space to do anything that can't go to work.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's truly it. And like, I, I haven't left my house since the Tuesday before lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Just- Which is nearly two weeks now, I think. Um, like at all? Not even to get groceries. Not like do anything. I haven't, I haven't left, mm. which is probably not healthy. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. <laughs> and I think I'm definitely starting to feel the effects of that. Uh, who knew? Who knew that isolation was not good for people? Mm. Huh. Anyway, I feel like we just complained, and I feel like COVID's going to come up probably a fair bit in this episode because of what's been happening lately in Australia. So. Maybe we should stop complaining. (laughs) I want to be be like a downer for people, like straight away. Yeah. Because I've got plenty of that coming, so.
0: My story is a pretty, well, the middle one's not exactly upbeat, but like the other two are at least enjoyable.
1: Yeah, my middle middle one's not great. In fact, I think I'm going to cry because I started tearing up when I was writing the notes, so whatever.
0: Been there. Before
1: we get there, though, headlines.
0: Yes. I still don't have a name for this segment. Um, I will. Of course, you don't. Yeah, and as it has been pointed out to me by another listener, yes, I am aware of the fact that like I keep going on about how like I want a job where all I do is name things. I, I get it. I'm aware <laughs> of the irony. Um, but also like I haven't actually sat down and actually tried to think of a title.
1: I honestly, I'm happy to call this. We don't have a name for this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll think of one eventually. I was thinking of, like putting a spin on like the Daily Mail, but because you know stories in the headline kind of thing.
1: But it's okay. So, look, we don't have one right now. Maybe we'll have one in the future. Who knows? If I
0: ever actually take 10 minutes to just sit down and think of something. Yes. <laughs> but I do have one as well. I had a couple. I I keep okay. seeing them and thinking, I'll just remember it and then I don't fucking bother bookmarking it. Oh, my God. So I got I got two, though. One is, I mean, you've probably seen this one. Uh, vocal anti-vaxxer dies of COVID after publicly speaking out against vaccine.
1: I have seen that. I have seen that.
0: It's funny, but it's also tragic, and did not need to happen.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, you hear about people who are like they get to that stage in the hospital, and like, oh, can I have the va- just give me the vaccine? It's like it's too late. Yeah, it's too, it's too late. Well, the vaccine that is literally guy, like but- it's not going to do anything. You're already flooded with COVID, <laughs> and your body can't fight it. So we're not going to put well, the the vaccine's not actually COVID, but you know what I mean.
1: But it's like triggering the same response that yeah. you're already having. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's fucked. You're fucked.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was also that guy that came out where his wife was an anti-vaxer. Yes, um, and she died, and he then pleaded with everyone to just get vaccinated. So, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say to fellow Australians, "Go get vaccinated," because I know you can't. Uh, <laughs> but everyone else, please do.
0: I believe, really, um. The weird thing in New Guinea at the moment, my dad has told me, is that no one wants the um no one wants the COVID vaccine, but they're they're still taking their kids to get like the smallpox and the polio and the measles vaccines.
1: Weird. I'm like,
0: what? Actually, you know what? It's New Guinea. That makes sense, but. <laughs> what oh, that, so it's, not that it's, it's truly a wild time to be alive COVID vaccine I guess yeah. uh, well, uh, and my be, other I one is know. teen slapped in the face by seagull on slingshot ride
1: I did see the photo of that and it's just as amazing as you're picturing in your mind <laughs> like, just as amazing
0: that would have fucking hurt <laughs> I, really I read the article those things go to like 120 kilometers an hour and you just oh hit a no I didn't read the article I just seen oh. the photo
1: fucking hell okay well my first one Mm. <laughs> Man steals $1,000 worth of lotto tickets while clerk makes him pretzels. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. <laughs> I'm assuming what it was is that the clerk of wherever he was, like the lotto tickets were, like he ordered the pretzels and so they were making them. Yeah. And while their back was turned, he stole the lotto tickets. That, that's what I'm assuming happens, but it is not clear. Steal a whole roll
0: of $20 scratchies. <laughs> This one is wild.
1: Have him die somewhere else, Florida homeowners yell at man trying to save neighbor's life on their lawn. I was
0: reading this the other day. Yeah, that was (laughs) fucked up. Humans. What a thing. So what happened there was like the person driving their car had a seizure and like their car thought there was a guy mowing a lawn like next door to the property where they said go home, die somewhere else. And he ran over and like stopped the car. Was able to like try to help this guy get out, and then he recognized the man and ran because like they weren't helping him. So luckily, he recognized the dude, ran down the street to his house, and got his wife to call it the uh, ambulance and police.
1: Fucking hell! Like, what is wrong with people? For, honestly, although
0: the, the gentleman did survive, thankfully, so a happy ending to yeah, that terrible situation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just yeah, I thought that was so terrible. Um, uh, man calling libraries and masturbating to a Supreme Court opinion.
0: Sorry, what? Don't I,
1: don't understand what's happening there.
0: So he's calling a library.
1: So he's, I, I, what I feel like is happening here is he's prank calling a library, fapping while playing a Supreme Court opinion. <laughs> okay. Which is, I mean, I guess whatever floats your boat. But also, don't call people because they don't want to hear that. This one I thought was interesting. A prominent priest was outed for using grinder. <laughs>
0: Look, he's just, I mean, I shouldn't laugh, it was, but it is no, also kind of funny. <laughs> he was just trying to find the people he needed to save. Uh, of course he was. Of
1: course he was. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park 3 almost featured a raptor dirt biking, dirt biking off a cliff.
0: I mean, it still did feature that one scene where Sam Neil wakes up and the raptor says his name and then he wakes up properly.
1: I don't remember that. I can't remember the last time I seen Jurassic Park 3, That's very good. but I think I would have rioted if a raptor was on a dirt bike.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a scene where he wakes up in the plane and there's like a raptor in front of him and you're like, oh my God. And then the raptor's like, hey, Dave. And then he wakes up again. Or Alan oh, or whatever fuck. his name is. It's like, <laughs> what? So hearing that that dirt bike scene was oh, originally remember that. the movie, I'm not surprised.
1: Okay, not surprised that they were going to take that wild turn.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, at one point in the Jurassic Park series, they were going to combine human and dinosaur DNA into a super soldier like a fucking Resident Evil game.
1: I mean, isn't that what's kind of happening in the franchise right now? I guess. I bet, like, a super
0: diner. I don't know. Have I yeah, seen I the latest anyway. one? Was the latest one the one that was almost like a horror movie?
1: I mean, that's the last one that i seen. I don't know if that's the latest one. It actually might
0: not be. I think it was, actually. The next one should have come out. But I feel like now.
1: they were very much alluding to DNA experimentation in that.
0: Yeah. The next one's got Sam Neill in it again, though.
1: I mean, I'm definitely going to see that, mm. for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I actually do love Jurassic Park, like... I was obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid. I mean, I still like them now. Uh, So Jurassic Park definitely holds like a special place in my heart. The
0: biggest Jurassic Park fan I know is, I guess I know her as well, actually, but I was going to say her friend's younger sister who watched Jurassic Park so much as a kid, she wore out the tape on the VHS and they had to buy a new one.
1: (laughs) I mean, that original one, like if you haven't watched it in a while, go go back and watch it. It looks great for a movie that came out in 94. Yeah. It looks amazing. Like, i would genuinely surprised when I rewatched it, like, not that long ago. Mm, mm, but yeah. Anyway. So,
0: <laughs> enough about that. You, we watched the videotape so much, it, like, fucking stopped working. <laughs> Maybe there's anymore. Yeah. Cop
1: calls backup for drone following her, only to find out it's planet Jupiter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Not even, like, yep. Venus, the brightest one in the sky. Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> oh, Jupiter's yep. chasing me. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought that one was so fucking funny. Fire um, out. Alien burp may have been detected on Mars by NASA's
0: Curiosity rover. Sure. I'm sure that's I'm what assuming,
1: it is. I'm assuming it just sounds like a
0: burp. Yeah, it'll be something like a fucking it burp. actually is. It'll be like. That,
1: that is not how the headline is titled. God, no.
0: it'll be like It'll be like a Mars quake or something. Astro Kirsten, if yes. you're listening to this podcast, hello, I love your work. And um, please <laughs> tell us the actual answer. And if you're not following Astral Kirsten on TikTok and uh, Twitter, you you really should if you like space.
1: All right. Uh, My last one, um, and I've kept this one for last because it's kind of infuriating. Indonesian COVID positive man disguises himself as wife on CityLink flight in order to fly.
0: Fucking hell.
1: It does, like, in a way, make me feel a little bit better that Australians aren't the only fucking idiots breaching, like, quarantine. Ooh.
0: Apparently, I've heard reports that from the southern highlands in New South Wales that there's a lot of... uh, Sydney side is ducking down there to get cheeky haircuts.
1: Why does that not fucking surprise <laughs> me at all?
0: Oh, Sydney, truly you are 2021's Melbourne. <laughs> they're not getting uh, out in August, September yeah. at the earliest. And even then, I think they're looking at November.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think a lot of things are going to get cancelled. I, I don't think PAX is going to go ahead.
0: Yeah, I'm still, I'm an about buying tickets to that.
1: Well, I bought a three-day pass when they first came out, so still I'm probably getting a refund.
0: But yeah, I'm like, why?
1: Yeah, I guess, like, if you are an overseas listener, um, I know we have quite a few, the COVID situation in Australia is not great at the moment. Sydney is probably worst affected. It is
0: the envy of the world still. Like, we're talking, like, we're only getting, like, 120 cases a day, and we're like, holy fuck. And that is bad. I'm, but I'm not sure that we are the envy of the world anymore. Well, I mean, not like in terms of like actual cases,
1: I guess. But like you know, it's really uh, kind of like frustrating to see, especially like America, who was so hard hit, opening up again and being able to do things and have events and all of those things, while we can't get vaccinated. Yeah, it's our um, our government's really fucking botched things, to be honest. And now, yeah, we, we're having another outbreak, and it's I don't think it's under control. Like, at all. No. Nah. Like, obviously, particularly in Sydney, the other states are okay. But, like, you know, I think last week we had most states in lockdown.
0: Yeah. And we can all attribute it to fucking Gladys being like, oh, no, Pretty we much. don't need um, a hard lockdown.
1: I think like that's the most frustrating thing about it is that her like the New South Wales Premier's attitude was so we don't need to do this Sydney can cope we can contact trace we can do this we can do that and now it's so far out of control and it's spread um, it's spread here it's spread to South Australia it's spread to Queensland I'm pretty sure case, um, yeah. there were even those guys that snuck into Northern Territory although I think they were negative mm. but. Yeah, it's just, it's out of control. I think people are very frustrated. Yeah. I think most people just want to get vaccinated and that's not really a good option for most people at this point. Oh, it's not
0: an actual option.
1: <laughs> or, or that. It's just, um, it's just I mean, you know, not an option.
0: I think it was pretty rich well, that the I mean, um, Brad Hazard comes out the health minister for New South Wales and starts villainizing Dan Andrews for not sending them more vaccines when New South when Wales when they literally got, denied it to us and New South Wales got given eight hundred thousand new Pfizer vaccines yeah. by the federal government when we only got hundred thousand it's like
1: okay I mean <coughs> it's it's also I mean I don't like him to be honest I'm I'm glad we have Brett Sutton instead mm. uh, he seems like he is much more all over it <laughs> um, but it's so I, it's frustrating for me. Um, And like, this is just from a personal level, not from like, you know, uh, a general level. I cannot have the AstraZeneca vaccine, be told by the doctor that I should not have it, that I will probably get the clots. So I shouldn't. But I also cannot get the the Pfizer. Like, it's not available to me. It's not open to my age range. I would love to get vaccinated. If I could, I would do it tomorrow. Do it today. Mm. But it's just not an option. I understand that a lot of younger people are starting to take the risk and take... The AstraZeneca one instead. If I thought that I would be okay,
0: I would absolutely do it. My- the risk is so small. Only issue, really, with AstraZeneca being that, um, with AstraZeneca, it's looking quite likely you're going to need booster shots every two years. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, whereas it doesn't seem to quite be the problem with Pfizer. So I'm like, oh, I've made it It is this a really long. hard call to make. I'm going to hold out for the, just for my own convenience. I mean, but if it gets to a point where it's getting really bad, yeah, I'm just going to get the fucking AstraZeneca. Hey, folks, editing CJ here. Just a quick insert uh, As the last thing I want to do right now is spread misinformation about vaccines and COVID. But it appears I'm mistaken, and we will be needing booster shots down the line, regardless of which vaccine you end up taking.
1: Um, Yeah, look, it is is really hard, and it's obviously a very personal decision to make. Mm. I understand that people don't want to risk themselves. The stats, you know, it is really rare, but it's possible. And I get that you, especially like people, I guess, in our age range or younger who would most likely survive having COVID, seems silly to risk yourself for something that wouldn't kill you.
0: (sighs) Well, I mean, look, the risk of the blood clot is lower than your chances of dying from COVID.
1: You got to wait up. And (laughs) and that's the thing. So I I get why people want to hold off. I'm not criticizing those people. I'm criticizing the government (laughs) for botching this so badly.
0: And if you're a woman and you're already on birth control, you're already taking that risk. Of a blood clot. Yeah, absolutely. Just go get the AstraZeneca.
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) Didn't want this to become a vaccination preach, Mm. but here we are. It's kind of hard at the moment because that's really all that's going on. You know, people stuck at home, can't get vaccinated, can't, like, do fucking anything. It's hard to kind of think about anything else. Mm. I feel like every day it's just, like, waiting for the new numbers to see how fucked we are. Um, Sorry, that was a downer. So I think what I might do is I might go first, if that's okay, because my first story is COVID-related. So, you might just get it all out of the way. Keep on track. <laughs> so, apparently about a week ago, a man used a rope made from bedsheets to escape his hotel quarantine in Western Australia. Okay. Did, did you see this at no. all? Because the interesting thing about this story is that I found the article being reported on a US site, but I did not see it reported in our media at all.
0: Which is interesting because mm. WA is a labor state, isn't it? I think so. So, not, you think not the on that? would be all onto the... Uh,
1: Look, it's possible. I don't read the news mm. every single day. Yeah. So it's possible I missed it, but I did not see it floating around anywhere. Like, usually those sort of things get, you know, retweeted on Twitter and stuff. I could generally tend to see them. Yeah. But did not see anything about this one, which I thought was very interesting. But yes, it was being reported on CNN. Mm. Uh, well, it was quite interesting. Anyway, uh, so the man had arrived in Western Australia from Brisbane on the 19th of July. Um, but he didn't meet the exemption requirements needed to enter the state. I didn't know this, so I looked it up. But at the moment, um, Western Australia considers Queensland a medium risk due to COVID. Yeah. Um, so everyone traveling to Western Australia has to have a permit. Mm. So I'm assuming this guy didn't.
0: Yeah, I think WA has been pretty hard to get into for a while now because like they've been you know doing this shit. But maybe they well, maybe I mean, they suppressed it here because they didn't want to give people the idea.
1: <laughs> possibly, possibly. So I seen this posted on Reddit. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, the man was then sent to a quarantine hotel and given forty-eight hours to make arrangements to leave. But I guess he decided to leave a little early because he <laughs> climbed down the bed sheets that he had tied together just after midnight the same night.
0: Th- those were his arrangements.
1: <laughs> he was caught still in the state the next morning. So,
0: <laughs> How, what floor was he on?
1: Uh, oh, actually, good question. Uh, he was on the fourth floor.
0: What fucking bed sheets did he have?
1: So I'm going to show you the photo of the bed sheets because it's kind of amazing. Oh my god! One. <laughs>
0: How many fucking, Why did I give him so many bed sheets?
1: Yeah, I'm like, where did he get? The, like, where did he source the sheets? Like, I don't understand.
0: Oh, I'm really cold. Cover with a blanket, I guess. Oh god, I'm so cold. <laughs> yeah. Can I get with a blanket?
1: Um, yeah, maybe. I don't I, know. Maybe it's um, like
0: hotel quarantine. They're giving everyone extra bedding so that they have to limit the amount of time that they have to like send people up there to change the bedding. That Could actually be.
1: might be true. So you can like change your own sheets, mm. probably. To limit exposure? That's probably actually true. I didn't think about that. The only good news in the story is that he did end up testing negative to COVID anyway. Um,
0: okay. But, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell.
1: I, I don't think I've ever legitimately seen the whole bed sheets out the window. I mean, used as a... the idea
0: had to have come from somewhere, right? Surely cartoons, yeah, I guess like, so. stole it from something else.
1: <laughs> I've, just, I've just never seen it.
0: <laughs> it's not something I could do. No. I don't think a bedsheet No, would definitely not.
1: Way. Same. Same. <laughs> That that's it. That's the whole story. I just thought that was amazing. That, I mean, bad, but amazing that someone actually used bed sheets out the window to get away from somewhere. Ugh.
0: Speaking of comforting things, the story's was I mean, bad. I, I, look, fuck it. I'm comforting a bit. How much would you pay for a Dorito? A, a single a Dorito. Single Dorito. Like ten cents. Ooh, that's a lot of money for a single Dorito. Is it? Oh, I mean, how many Doritos are in a packet?
1: I mean, I don't. I don't want to seem cheap.
0: Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Well, Riley, a thirteen-year-old. Gold Coast teenager, has made $20,000 selling a Dorito.
1: Okay, what did it look like?
0: Uh, nothing, it was just puffy. What? It, it was just a puffy Dorito. You know, like, sometimes you get chips and the, like, the air's gotten trapped inside the yeah. potato and it puffed out? It's it's just a puffy Dorito. And, like, to be fair, it's almost a perfect triangle still. Like, the whole thing is puffed. So she posted it on TikTok and it went viral for some reason. So following the success of that video, she listed the chip on eBay where a bidding war quickly escalated, reaching bids as high as $100,000.
1: What the actual fuck,
0: Riley? She eventually removed the listing for the chip, claiming it had been an experiment to see if the chip would draw any bids, and she claims that she was about to eat it when she checked eBay listing and saw the current bid at ten thousand dollars, and so she decided not to. So <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't understand why it would be so much for just that. Well, obviously,
0: like, do you have a photo of it? I will get you a photo of it. These, uh, like, you know what it's like on eBay. People can make fake bids, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what these people were doing.
1: I mean, I'm going to be honest, it really isn't that impressive. impressive. No,
0: yeah, I'm like, I can't. I don't even get why the video went viral on TikTok.
1: No, like, I genuinely do not understand.
0: Yeah, anyway, so like I said, she takes okay. the auction down, so where the $20,000 come from? Doritos, the company itself, gave her the money. What? They'd been following the thing on TikTok, and they decided to award her the money, quote, We've been so impressed of Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit so he wanted to make sure that the Stewart family were rewarded for their creativity and love of Doritos.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess this was some great advertising for them. And yeah,
0: like $20,000 for the, it's probably cheaper than most advertising campaigns. So yeah, probably. Yeah, why not? <laughs>
1: yeah, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I kind of want Doritos now.
0: Yeah, I, I was really, I'm like, I haven't had Doritos in a while. could walk over the IGN. Yeah, same. I was so- like,
1: I have not had Doritos in ages. I wouldn't mind some. Mm. Mm. So it's working. <laughs>
0: Uh, however, in the in Riley's home, there is debate still raging over who actually gets the twenty thousand dollars. Due to her father, in classic dad fashion, claiming the money is rightfully his since he bought the packet of Doritos in the first place.
1: Oh my god! Just let the kid have it.
0: It's a very dad thing to do. Yeah, very much so. It's a dad, thing. I'm sure they're just joking. <laughs> that's the whole story. That's she it? got given
1: twenty grand by Doritos.
0: Yeah, given twenty grand just because her Dorito was puffy and it went viral on TikTok for some goddamn reason.
1: <laughs> okay, that's um. That's one of the most confusing things I've heard in a while.
0: Among Us, BTS, Chicken Nugget, twenty million. <laughs> See, like
1: at least I get that because it looks like something. And there's BTS. I mean, it's still an it's still an outrageous amount of money and totally not worth it. But you know,
0: bang the saxophone. It's <laughs> oh Korean God. pop band.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna take a a switch because this story is like a Fucking ter- terrible. It's like it's rough. It's ugh. Okay. So, for all of my animal lovers out there, this is my huge, it's, it's on a billboard, that big trigger warning, because this story is about animal cruelty. Oh, great. And um, it's just fucking awful. A 70-year-old man has been arrested last week mm-hmm. after making multiple posts to social media showing him killing cats. Nice. Uh, someone who seen the post reported the man to the police, go you, thank you for doing that. The the posts are truly awful. They're beyond fucked up, and I have no idea how a person could do this to another living being. And
0: this was just on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I was on Facebook. Oh, um, so apparently this guy made a hobby of trapping stray cats. Um, I'm going to put "stray" in air quotes because I don't think they were stray at all. So what he would do, and I am going to tell you how he kills them. So if you don't want to hear this, skip, skip, skip to a bit. He would fill his garbage bin like his. You know, one that you put out on the street. Yeah, the wheelie bin. Like a wheelie bin, yeah. Um, with water and just drop the traps in them. With the cats still in them. Yes, and Fucking just watch them drown. Hell. There are stills of those videos in the article. So I'm going to say, look at your own risk. It's not graphic, but knowing what happens to those poor cats literally moments after that is kind of heartbreaking. And uh, yeah, it's, it's awful. So, like I said, I don't think that these are stray cats. I have seen plenty of stray cats, as have you. Mm. You can usually tell when they haven't been looked after by someone. And these cats in the post look like they're in good condition. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if these were just neighborhood cats. God. So, you know, like people who let their yeah. their cats out. Look, and those uh, I genuinely think that this guy just hates cats and that he just decided to kill them. I don't think that there's any other reason.
0: Because It's not like he's going to the bush and hunting them because that's, that's a little different. No.
1: No, literally, literally what he did – so you've seen the cat traps at the shelter?
0: Yeah, yeah, like the metal cage things where, like, you put food right. in, they walk in, and it closes the door behind them.
1: Yeah, the the metal ones, yeah. So, yeah, all, all he was doing was putting, like, dine – tins of dine is what he said in there, trapping cats and drowning them. What a cunt. Yeah. Um, so, look, I do understand that there is, like – a thing about leaving cats outside and I am actually firmly on the side of keeping them inside. It's not good for the cats, it's not good for the wildlife but I also do understand that not everyone feels that way and legally they are allowed to keep them outside. Mm. I also don't think that that means that you then drown them I've never thought, oh fuck, look at that cat outside, better drown him.
0: Yeah, like why is he doing that's, it? That's, that's psychotic What was his reasoning? That, that is psychotic What was his reasoning for doing it?
1: That, uh, that there's strays was basically it, as far as I could tell. Send them to a shelter Um, for the
0: pound. They're probably going to... Given the RSPCA, they'll probably get euthanized anyway.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. Like, there would maybe be a likelihood, if they were strays, that they would get euthanized anyway. But I don't think these were strays. I I think what would happen is they'd get microchipped and then sent back to their owner.
0: (laughs) At least, like, that way, it's a lot more humane than drowning them.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I genuinely struggle with this because I don't know how anyone could, one, think that, two, do that, three, film it and watch it. And then put it on Facebook? Yeah, and then put it on Facebook.
0: What do you think the response is going to be like, good on you, Bob, fucking bite, join you too. Yeah,
1: I don't don't fucking know. So the post looks like they date back to August 2020, but I reckon he's been doing this for a long time. And he's probably just figured out how to use Facebook because he's older. Mm. That's what I think. And- Clearly this guy has made a bit of a career out of killing cats because another post that this asshole made was a photo of a dead cat propped up against a sign that says, nothing inside is worth dying for. What? I think it's meant to be like, if you come in here, you're going to die. Yeah. But that's fucked up. That, that's fucked up. Um, so that photo, the photo of the cat, the dead cat and the sign is also in the article. So again, look at your own risk. It's not great uh, at all. I which I didn't see it. He was from Coffs Harbour. Mm-hmm. Um, so a number of locals have reacted to the news by posting p- pictures of their missing cats. Fucking hell. So basically, if you lived, if you had a cat, an outdoor cat in this neighborhood, this guy probably killed it. I just, it, it baffles me. I don't know how you could watch a living thing drown and be okay with that. That doesn't make any sense to me. There are, like, if you, like, if you, if you are going to kill a pest or whatever, like, fucking plane.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's one of those planes that drop sausages to those feral cats.
1: (laughs) Okay. I, you know, like I grew up with someone who grew up on a farm. I do get that people kill pests. That is a thing. But there are so many other more humane ways to do it than drop them in a fucking rubbish bin full of water. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think these cats were pests, but whatever.
0: <laughs> and then, how was he disposing um, the bodies? Just putting them in the, out in the garbage? I'm assuming.
1: I have no idea. It didn't didn't detail that. I'm sure it probably just wasn't part of his post. I, I, I don't know. Like, I there's got to be something really wrong with this dude to think that that's an okay course of action to take. Mm.
0: It's just fucked. Yeah.
1: Speaking of cats, I just heard Pixie wailing. So
0: <laughs> she heard the story, and now she's scared.
1: It's okay. She's inside. <laughs> she, she's going to be fine. <laughs> So segue that.
0: A story also features an old person and an animal. Okay. Hopefully not like that one, but okay. (laughs) So this is another story that was sent in by a listener. Uh, It's a story of world first in forensics that took place here in Australia. So back in late 2001, which is almost... Twenty years ago, if you can believe it. Where is the time going? Ugh. Oh my god! Twenty year anniversary of nine eleven in less than two months. What the fuck?
1: Oh fuck! Okay, feeling incredibly old. But thank you. Move along.
0: A seventy-year-old Launceston resident, which is Launceston is Tasmania's second-largest city, I believe, and it's it's pretty much yeah, in the middle of the island. She had her home broken into by two men who forced her to open her safe, stealing five hundred dollars, a further seventy dollars from her handbag before they tied her up and leave. Le- before tying her up and leaving her. Okay, well that's really rude. These men were armed with sticks, and they had targeted the home after hearing there was a safe inside of it, and they were expecting to find guns and or money within, and they knew that only an elderly couple lived there alone. Uh, At the time of the break-in, the woman was home by herself, and she may have also been beaten by the men. I didn't see anything confirming that, but it was part of the summary that Gauzy gave me when he sent the story in. Gauzy must have been the one who sent Mm -hmm. us that fan art the other week. (laughs) Um, so, <laughs> Which was beautiful, by the way. So you know, take what you want. They might be doing up an old lady after tying, before tying her up and stealing all her money. So this woman, she manages to free herself and she calls the police. And they get there within the hour. However, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the men had their faces covered and drew the remote location of the home. She wasn't really able to provide much of a description about them, and there weren't any witnesses to them like coming or going until.
1: So they've like specifically targeted because they knew that she was home alone. They knew
0: that only an old couple lived there and that they had a safe. So right, okay. Yeah. Jerks. That was until a surprise witness was spotted by Senior Constable Nathan Slater, which is a very Aussie name. Very. So while looking around the home, he noticed there was a leech on the premises, and that it was fat, which meant it must have drunk blood recently. <gasps> oh my god. So the police officers and the woman checked themselves over, and confirmed that none of them had been bitten by the leech, which meant that it was quite likely the leech had fed on one of the attackers. Fuck. So they send this leech to the Tasmanian Forensic Centre, and they have the blood inside it analysed and they're able to extract a DNA profile from the blood. I don't know what the process of leech digestion is, but I'm assuming it was like a race against time. Also the yeah, fact that make sure so. you're getting blood inside of it and not like the leech's blood or the leech's DNA.
1: I mean, I have no idea how leeches work, so.
0: <laughs> they go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I've been, been, I've had a leech on me before, but yeah, like, I, I don't know what goes on inside them.
0: I can't imagine a lot, but. I'm probably wrong about that. Yeah, me either,
1: because they're very small and they're squishy.
0: (laughs) So, this DNA profile from the blood is sent to the state's DNA database and bam, (gasps) no matches on file. Now what? Exactly. (laughs) Patience. Okay. Police obviously having an idea of the psychology of criminals. They assumed it was quite likely that this individual would commit further crimes and it would only be a matter of time before they caught them.
1: What else did they do? That's pretty much it. Oh, okay.
0: So they put the DNA profile on there, they added it to, like, knowing Crimes, and they were just pretty much waiting for someone to be profiled one day and have the crime be flagged. And I'm assuming it has? It did, eventually. Seven years later, in 2008, a Peter Alec Cannon was charged on drug offences and had his DNA profiled, uploaded to the database, and bam, it matches the sample from the leech blood. Fuck. Yeah. So he was That's tied crazy. back to that crime as well, for which he received a measly two years after pleading guilty.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, at least something happened. Yeah, at least
0: it happened. Um, but here's the kicker. The other robber has never been caught. <laughs>
1: and I guess he's never ratted out his friend. Yeah.
0: And it was the first time anywhere in the world that a crime was solved and someone was convicted using DNA evidence derived from a leech. Yeah, that's crazy. So there you go. If you, it's
1: kind of amazing. I, 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 yeah. I just think it's amazing that we can do that. Like, what,
0: are the, like, and also like, just lucky that he saw the leech.
1: Yeah, like that is like such chance. Mm.
0: You know. So, There you go. Was, uh, further so home security, keep leeches.
1: <laughs> just have them. people really him ever, sitting in the doorway? really keep them.
0: Just a little leeches. The
1: other thing is, like, it's it's lucky that he didn't take it with him.
0: Didn't take what with him? The leech. Mm. I'm assuming it must have either like gotten gorged and just stopped eating while it was in there or while he was like ransacking the place and tying up the woman it fell off or something because you don't notice you have a leech on it you until like you look down and see it
1: yeah that's true that's that, that's very true yeah
0: like, i can remember the one time i had a leech it was only because i was on like a bushwalk with a bunch of people and someone like we like your shirt's red and they had a leech so they crawled all the way up them and onto like their torso into their shirt Jeez. and was like drinking from them so that we also started checking ourselves and i would like down by my ankle so
1: i really do not have a segue.
0: I don't know one either. Seems like a silly form of transportation.
1: <laughs> a Brisbane man has pleaded guilty to two counts of malicious act with intent. Do you want to have a guess at what he did? Did he punch a horse? No, no. Only uh, Sydney wankers <laughs> do that. I, I mean, I don't think you've had to guess it, but it could be fun. But, um,
0: <laughs> malicious intent.
1: Malicious intent, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I have no idea. Okay,
1: so I'll say first up that this man has no medical background, no training whatsoever, but he still decided to perform backyard castration surgeries on two men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to be clear, the men did consent. They wanted
0: this to happen. Go to a doctor. But, yikes.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> is castration a thing that you can opt in?
0: I don't see why it wouldn't I don't be.
1: Know. I, I don't know if you would get a doctor willing to do it. Because, like, what if you change your mind later? Plastic surgery. I don't think a plastic surgery is going to get your cock back.
0: I'm thinking of circumcision.
1: <laughs> From what I understood, they just said genitalia. So I don't know if it was everything or just some. I have no idea. They did not specify.
0: Do you remember shock websites? Yes. You know, like back in the early 2000s, you know, you're like your tub girl and your goat see and your one man, one job. Two jar girls, one cup. Things like that. Yeah. The worst one I ever saw was called Pain Olympics. Ugh. And it was a video of two men destroying their own genitals. I um, I do remember like thing.
1: back then seeing someone um, cutting their penis open. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, like He didn't cut it off, he just cut it open. Oh, God. Uh, and apparently his whole thing was that he liked to mutilate his penis.
0: Yeah, that's why I think this um, is look, about. Look,
1: it's definitely a thing, but I don't think that you can just do, like, do that on someone else.
0: Even with consent, uh, I don't like that's... Uh... <laughs>
1: yeah. Castration man did plead guilty to carrying out Genital removal procedures on the men. And apparently, this all started because they were part of a eunuch interest website and they had huh. arranged to make their fantasy a reality. So that's why I think it might have been everything.
0: God, imagine if that became a thing again. We just had eunuchs everywhere.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what that does to a person. Like, does that alter their hormones?
0: I mean, I think typically eunuchs were made before adolescence kicked in. in it, like, mm. We're talking like historically.
1: Well like for instance I mean I know I know it's different but if you remove a uterus from a woman she goes through a major hormonal shift mm. is it the same I don't know yeah I don't know uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- that was just curiosity on my part because I'm like, so do you just not have the equipment but still have the urge? Because that'd fucking
0: suck. No, I, yeah, I think it does mess with the hormones that they don't want to. Like they have no interest in it.
1: I mean, that makes more sense because that was the idea. Otherwise, behind having it'd Unix, be is
0: like you could keep them close to you because you know they were not gonna like betray you or like cheat on your wife or, or cheat on you. You leave a eunuch behind to look after things because you know he's not going to like fuck your wife or whatever.
1: Right. Um, okay. So these two men, they were both from interstate. One was from New South Wales and one was from Victoria. Mm-hmm. So okay. they travelled to have this procedure done. So the only reason that authorities were ever alerted to what happened was because the second man suffered health complications from the surgery and needed to go to hospital. Gee. Can't imagine why a person with no medical training might have botched a fucking surgery, but all right. The hospital contacted the police. Because they went, well, what what the fuck happened here? Yeah. And when questioned, castration man insisted he didn't think he'd broken any laws. And I mean, I guess, you know, we could have that argument about consent, yeah. you know, because they consented. Does that make it okay? Is it breaking a law? Um, I do think it's still breaking a law because it's, you're endangering someone.
0: Mm.
1: But I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of like the same thing about that. The, the cannibal that went to jail. Yeah. From Germany, I think it was. Yeah, in Germany. You know, the guy possibly. who actually wanted to be eaten. Yeah. Is that wrong? I mean, I I do think killing someone is wrong. But, I mean, it does create a bit of a moral grey area, doesn't it? Because they wanted it. So I feel like the same applies here, but I I don't know. I still feel like it's wrong. You're really endangering people. Obviously, one guy did um, need medical intervention, so I do think that's wrong.
0: Yeah. But this is where it gets really weird, because
1: the police did search his house, and they found the genitalia he removed in his freezer.
0: What was he planning to do with it?
1: I have no idea. Like, I why did he put it in the freezer? Why did you just like chuck it out? I mean, probably because he knew it was breaking a law, and that if someone found genitalia in his bin, they'd probably report him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I feel is happening there.
0: Did they leave the penis? I don't like, know. How do you pee if you're a know.
1: eunuch? Well, I mean, your urethra it goes internally.
0: I guess you just have like a hole. Man, my Google search history is weird now. <laughs>
1: Um, So despite the fact that this article has only cited two times that this guy has performed this backyard surgery, he was apparently telling people on the website that he had done it at least 10 times and was very experienced. Oh
0: my God. How many eunuchs are running around Australia?
1: Really? Well, he's done it at least 10 times, you said. Well, apparently. I mean, but he could be just big talking himself.
0: Professional backyard Um, castrations.
1: (laughs) So at the hearing, the two men that were castrated actually gave positive victim impact statements. Um,
0: I mean, they wanted it one of right? them,
1: yeah, exactly, so one of them, and this is a quote from from their statement um that said, I am eternally grateful to Ryan for enabling me to enjoy life, so that's also interesting. I mean, I guess the I crime mean,
0: here is practicing medicine without a license, yeah, I would assume
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, despite that, he was given a three and a half year jail sentence, but he was released after only
0: a year. I was gonna say it was probably reduced heavily given the fact that the victims were like, eh? Ah! Yeah, yeah, we're okay with that. That's, that's all right, guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's all right. Um, but I definitely think that they don't want to encourage other people to do this sort of thing because yeah. it's dangerous and all of those things. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was – I mean, there's so many wild things in that story. It's genitalia in a freezer.
0: <laughs> you know? yeah, people are like, oh, oh I I get every an ice cream? Yeah, yeah, it's in the freezer. What's that? Oh, just some balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want the ice cream anymore. Well. <laughs> Yep. What a uh, what a unique story. Oh my god. Ooh. And speaking of weird <laughs> penis things, a raging oh alleged alcoholic broke into a bottle shop, smashed up a bunch of booze, spiked the drinks, and then passed out. <laughs> okay. This scene played out the other day in a bottle shop in I want to say it's pronounced Kyogle, which is a small inland town in New South Wales, not far off from the Queensland border. Stuff mm-hmm. arrived to find part of the store trashed and were more shocked to find the culprit still in the premise. Quote, he'd gone through a couple of bowls of vodka and a bottle of chocolate Bailey's. He was sleeping it off for sure. I think if he'd gone for a crawl, he would have been stumbling a bit. I don't think he was fit to drive. That's a Brian Watson Bell, a store employee. Mm-hmm. So the culprit was held on site until being safely escorted from the premise by a volunteer from Wires, the wildlife rescue group. Because our villain is the four dick wonder that we recently spoke about. Oh my God. It's, it's the story of an echidna breaking into a bottle shop.
1: Jesus. Those echidnas, man. They're getting out of control.
0: How did he get in there? Don't know. What was he doing in there? Don't know. <laughs> He's doing echidna He's doing things. A things. He was, however, later released without charge. Oh gee, what do I? Why. <laughs> and I just remembered one of the headlines I meant to read out earlier during that segment because it was mentioned in the article I read for that. Monkey breaks into liquor store, opens bottle, and starts drinking it in viral video. The story that <laughs> happened out of India within the exact same week. So, big week for animals breaking in and trashing bottle shops.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly animals are needing to get their drink on for some reason.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. There is actually a resort somewhere um, where there's like a local wild monkey population who started stealing drinks from like resort patrons. Hmm, okay. And basically scientists started studying it because- the The behaviours of the monkeys mimic human populations as well. So you've got some that prefer soft drink over alcohol. You've got some that become mm-hmm. alcoholics. You've got some that are just social drinkers. Right, like, okay. Preferences for different drinks and things. Um. Yeah, can't remember where, where it is, but <laughs> there, there's some resort where yeah, if you go there and you're not paying attention, a monkey will come down from the tree and steal your drink.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. I feel like that's not good for the monkey. <laughs>
0: No, I, I mean, look, we're talking about the people monkey here or the monkey monkey.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, both, really.
0: <laughs> I wonder if other uh, Homo, whatever our genus, is, Homo hominids, developed alcohol. They would have evidence of that. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, the Neanderthals so. yeah, probably might have. They were pretty. Uh, they were a bit ahead of us, actually, in a lot of things before the climate changed and they died. Well, that's very sad for them. It is. Well, they shouldn't have specialized into such a unique environment. Oh, our own fault. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Should have evolved better Neanderthals. Woo! Yeah, Homo sapiens number one. <laughs> My god. We're still alive, oh, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be kinda cool actually to live like actually we can barely get along with people in our own species. Imagine if we had like still had like three or four other hominids running around the planet yeah. as equally intelligent as us.
1: That that would be I, I don't think that'd be a good time.
0: We kind of like living in, like, a fantasy world where you have, like, your different races and things.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess, but, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like no one can get along as it is. Maybe we'd get
0: along better because we've got to fight those filthy fucking Neanderthals. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Did you see that Denisovans coming here ruining the country?
1: <laughs> I Okay, so you're saying it wouldn't, would like, unite us, but we'd still be arguing and fighting people. I yeah, don't know. I just feel like it wouldn't people. be great. Get that
0: homo erectus out of here. Thinks he's so cool just because he was first. <laughs> Oh Fun god! Fact about Homo you imagine? Erectus I, okay, so that- I'm
1: expecting now that you're going to start writing a script for this movie.
0: <laughs> Fun thing about Homo erectus is uh, he, he's the the species is technically the most successful hominid to have ever lived because we've only been around like three hundred thousand years. Homo erectus chilled out for like two million at least or more. So the most successful monkey is already dead, depending on how you measure success.
1: Well, I guess this uh, brings us to the end, though. Yes. Um, yeah. Should probably stop crapping on about this movie that you're gonna write, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what well,
0: I call it. The planet of the apes. No way.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: If you would like to be in this movie, you can email me your resume at fmedeadpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. You can also visit our website, Uh If you'd like to leave us a review, we would love it. Please like, share, and tell all your friends about it. Uh, and as always, if you, for whatever reason, do decide you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so over at coffee.com forward slash Podcast. And uh, thank you once again to that lovely donation we received earlier in the week.
1: Thanks, Ray and Fletcher. Yeah. I hope you don't mind us saying your names. Yeah. Please tell me if you hear this and don't want it, because then we can re-edit it. Yeah.
0: Reddit it, if you will. <sighs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well thank you again for listening and uh, we'll be back at the same time next week. More than week. likely. More than likely.
0: <laughs> Ta-ta and farewell. What the fuck was that? You did this last week.
1: Yeah, no, I'm like, is this our new outro? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>